0: Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Go Ahead Make My Tuesday. I'm Lee. I am so glad you're here and joining me today. How's that positive self-talk going for you? I hope you are continuously working on this. The moment we start letting ourselves believe all the negative that has creeped up in our thought space, we start to become it. Whether we're saying we can't succeed or our family deserves better we cannot allow ourselves to talk to ourselves this way which leads me to today's discussion about cognitive distortions cognitive distortions are irrational and biased patterns of thinking that can lead to negative emotions and behaviors they are distorted thought patterns that we as individuals often engage in without being fully aware these distortions can contribute to feelings of anxiety, depression, and overall mental health distress. Cognitive distortions were initially described by Aaron T. Beck, a pioneer in cognitive therapy, and has been widely studied and applied in cognitive behavior therapy. Some common examples of cognitive distortions. The all-or-nothing thinking. Seeing situation in extremes with no middle ground. For instance, thinking that if you're not perfect, you're a complete failure. How many of us have struggled with that in the past? I would dare to say more than just me. Another one that's very common is exaggerating the negative outcomes of a situation and imagining the worst case scenario. Catastrophizing often leading to unnecessary anxiety and stress. Again, this just can't be me, right? Overgeneralization is when we draw broad conclusions from a single negative experience. For example, if you fail at one task, you assume you'll fail at everything. Mind reading is when we believe we know what others are thinking, often assuming they are thinking negatively about you without any concrete evidence. I know for sure I've been guilty of this one as well. I assume I know what somebody's thinking about me. I put in for that promotion and I automatically start to tell myself, oh, they don't think you're ready for it or they don't think you're qualified for it. When they didn't even say anything at all. It's just me trying to read the minds of other people in a negative manner. And then I start to believe it after so long. Do you see how quickly this can affect our mental health, which then carries over into relationships? Personalization is when we start taking personal responsibility for events that are beyond our control or attributing external events to yourself. For instance, thinking that someone's bad mood is your fault. Selective abstraction is when we focus exclusively on the negative aspects of a situation while ignoring any of the positive aspects. Emotional reasoning. Believing that our feelings define the reality, even if they're not based on actual evidence. For example, I feel like a failure, so I must be one. How many of these are ringing true for you, or at least have in the past? Or maybe to a loved one that you care about and you see them having these distortions. Should statements is a big one. Imposing rigid expectations on yourself or others. Leading to feelings of guilt, frustration, and disappointment when these expectations are not met. Labeling and mislabeling is when we're attaching a negative label to ourselves or others based on specific behaviors or mistakes as though these labels defined our entire identity. Discounting the positive. I hear about this a lot. We reject the positive experiment experiences, compliments, or achievements as insignificant or undeserved. How many of you are actually good at taking compliments? I know that's something I still continuously work on. Someone can give me a compliment, and instead of telling them thank you and accepting it, I downplay it. Like, oh, well, I can't take credit for that, or it wasn't really that big of a deal. Somehow I'm discrediting that compliment and discounting that positive feedback. Lastly, jumping to conclusions. I know a lot of us are guilty of this too. We make assumptions without sufficient evidence. This can manifest as both a mind-reading and a fortune-telling, predicting negative outcomes. So cognitive distortions can perpetrate negative thought patterns and impact how we interpret events, which in turn affects our emotions and our behaviors. And we've discussed before, when our emotions and behaviors are impacted negatively, that overflows into our relationships. And you can see the domino effect of this, right? Cognitive behavioral coaching or therapy is often used to help individuals identify and challenge these distortions, replacing them with more realistic and balanced ways of thinking. This then leads to improved emotional well-being and more adaptive behaviors. So let's talk about Sarah for a second. Sarah is a college student preparing for her final exams. She's always been an overachiever and sets high standards for herself. As the exams approach, she starts feeling overwhelmed with the amount of material she needs to cover. She begins to engage in a cognitive distortion known as all or nothing thinking. Sarah believes that if she doesn't get a perfect score on all of her exams, she's a complete failure. She thinks that anything less than perfection is worthless and won't lead to success in her future career. This kind of thinking makes her anxious and stressed, leading her to spend excessive hours studying and sacrificing sleep and social activities. As a result of her all-or-nothing thinking, Sarah experiences a lot of effects. She has increased stress and anxiety, because of her rigid belief that anything less than perfect is a failure, causing her to constantly worry about her performance. Sarah feels anxious about every detail of her studies and exams, making it extremely difficult to focus effectively. Sarah also starts to experience some burnout. Sarah's intense study schedule and lack of self-care lead directly to that burnout. She's exhausted physically and mentally making it even harder for her to concentrate and retain information. When Sarah inevitably makes a small mistake on one of her exams or doesn't perform as well as she had hoped, she internalizes this as evidence of her failure. Her self-esteem takes a hit, and she feels inadequate as she starts to experience some negative self-esteem. Fearing the possibility of not achieving perfection, Sarah may also begin the avoidance of challenges. Just avoiding the task or avoiding trying new things. This limits her growth and potential. The all-or-nothing thinking can also lead to unrealistic, impaired decision-making. Sarah might engage in extreme behaviors like cramming for hours on end without breaks, thinking this is the only way to succeed. As you can imagine, these things also lead to strained relationships. Sarah's intense focus on her studies and her internalized pressure to be perfect can lead to neglecting her relationships with friends and family. This isolation can further exasperate her stress. For Sarah, cognitive distortion in the form of all-or-nothing thinking is affecting Sarah's mental and emotional well-being as well as her behavior and then relationships. Again, that domino effect we've talked about so many times, all because of the negative thought processes she was having. Recognizing and challenging this distorted thinking pattern could help her manage her stress more effectively, set more Mm -hmm. realistic goals, and develop a healthier approach to her studies and life in general. Recognizing Mm -hmm. cognitive distortions in yourself is an important step in improving your mental well-being and thought patterns. Cognitive distortions are irrational and exaggerated thought patterns that can contribute to those negative emotions and behaviors, as we mentioned. Do you see yourself in some of those distortions? I know I certainly can. So how can we identify them? Most importantly, we learn about those cognitive distortions. Definitely, it's not a black and white list. There's more. We could go on forever, but we've discussed the most common. So we want to make sure that as we familiarize ourselves with the different types of cognitive distortions, we understand what the examples are, which helps us to see when we start having those thinking patterns. And then we want to practice mindfulness and self-awareness, just as we've talked about before, paying attention to your thoughts as they come up throughout the day, being mindful of your thinking patterns, and catching that distorted thought as it occurs. It's literally flipping the switch to reclaim your mindset. Practice self-awareness without judging yourself and to understand the nature of your thoughts. Keep a thought journal if need be. I know I talk about journals a lot, but it definitely is a good tool to have as a reference and to be able to go back and reflect. If you don't have time for a journal, I get it. Sometimes I just make notes in my phone so that I can see, oh, you know what? On this day, I struggled with this, and this was why. A lot of times, just being able to go back and look and reflect can help us moving forward. But at any rate... Keeping that journal or jotting down your thoughts and emotions throughout the day, whenever you notice yourself feeling anxious, sad, or upset, will help you identify the underlying thought that triggered the emotion. If we can't figure out what triggered the emotion, it's really hard to analyze where that cognitive distortion came from. And then we want to challenge those negative thoughts. Once you've identified a potential distorted thought, ask yourself that question, is it valid? Is there evidence to support the thought? Or are you just jumping to conclusions? A lot of times we'll find that we're just jumping to conclusions. And then seek feedback. Trusted friends or family members, or even a mental health professional or life coach, can provide an outsider's perspective on your thought patterns. Sometimes they can spot the cognitive distortions that maybe you don't notice yourself. And we always want to compare our thoughts to reality. Comparing your thoughts to an objective reality. Are your thoughts based on facts and evidence? Or are they based on assumption and interpretation? If your thoughts are skewed by assumptions, you might be looking more at cognitive distortion. And then notice the patterns. Over time, you'll start to see patterns come and go in your thinking process as you become more aware. You could be more prone to specific con- cognitive distortions in certain situations or when you're experiencing particular emotions. Recognizing these patterns can help you to anticipate and address them more effectively. And as we've talked before, if we're ready for it, then we know how to handle it a little bit better, a little bit quicker. Always, always educate yourself. I'm a very avid believer in learning. Keep learning, uh, whether it's about yourself or something specific. If you know that you're struggling with a cognitive distortion, um, one more than the other, then study into that one and see really what the deepened concepts are and how you can more effectively slow those down at least until you can get full control. And then always be patient with yourself. Changing thought patterns takes time and practice. Don't get discouraged. Give yourself some grace. Remember, we offer other people grace. We need to give that grace to ourselves. You're probably not going to notice immediate results, but consistency is key. Consistency is what's going to get you where you need to be. Remember that recognizing and addressing cognitive distortions is an ongoing continuous process. As we become more aware of our patterns, we can develop healthier thinking habits that contribute to improved mental well-being. If you find that cognitive distortions are significantly affecting your life, then you definitely want to consider seeking help from a mental health professional. I hope that you're becoming more aware and more positive throughout each episode and really gaining the insight into your patterns and taking active steps to shift and reclaim your mindset. Remember, that's what we're here for, right? We want to reclaim our mindset in this ongoing shift. It's a challenge. It's work. I know it, but you are so worth the work and you're so worth the challenge. I would love to hear from you and what your progress has been so far. Like, follow, and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook at Time Well Spent, The Wellness Connection. Or you can check out the website at timewell-spent.com for contact info. Send me a message. Yell at me on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know how it's going for you. And I hope you join me next week as we dig into embracing gratitude. In the meantime, you can handle what comes your way. So yes, go ahead. Make my Tuesday. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you next week.